Hey, gorgeous. Welcome to Bombshell Radio. I'm your host, Jackie Dixon, best-selling author of The Bombshell Manifesto. And my mission is to help you live your manifesto as a biblical bombshell who is healthy, holy, and hot, fully on fire for God, even in the tough areas of body, beauty, and intimacy. I believe our calling is to be fiercely feminine, spreading the gospel as a powerful woman, living out her assignment in all ways. Each week, I'll be giving you motivation, inspiration, and top tips for bombshell living, as well as interviews with bombshells at the top of their game in health, marriage, motherhood, business, and beyond. So you can be inspired to live your own bombshell journey exploding onto the scene in a way that sets you free and sets the world on fire. Ready, Bombshell? If you haven't already, make sure to hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app. You can find Bombshell Radio in iTunes, on SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube, and Himalaya. And while you're there, be sure to leave me a review. I'd love to know your thoughts, and I'd love to know who you'd like me to interview next. Hey, ladies. So this week's Bombshell Weekly is going out tomorrow morning, but I wanted to hop on here real quick and talk about the main topic I have in it because I am all fired up right now. In fact, I usually sit down for these videos, but I'm standing because I just have so much energy. What I chat about in this email is the idea of not abandoning yourself. How many of you guys have heard of the concept of self-abandonment? The idea is that this is when you have that moment that instant when you recognize that you could either make something in your life that you want, that you're called to, that's a dream, that's a desire that you know is pure, you know is holy, you know is righteous, and it's it's something that you could in that moment make a non-negotiable, but you back down. It's this, this incredible instant when you feel yourself kind of on the edge of a cliff almost in your next level of growth or your next level of push or becoming or blooming or visibility or vulnerability or action, whatever it looks like for you. And you can say yes. And I, I'm guaranteeing that there are forces and there are people who are all around you who are going to encourage you to say no and push you to say no, celebrate you when you say no, when you back down, when you settle into whatever's already comfortable for you, whatever's already normal, when you let what you want to have happen be negotiated and it becomes off the table again. So what I want you to learn how to do and there's three questions I talk about in this email you guys are gonna to get tomorrow. I hope you will, I hope you're on the list. <laughs> Those of you who are on the VIP list will get it. One is where are you self-abandoning or where are you tempted to self-abandon? So this could be something like you're, you're trying to commit to taking better care of your body and finally losing weight and you know you always back down. You know you're gonna, you know, come up with some reason, some excuse, you get all excited and then there's something that throws you off and you let it go, right? Or maybe it's in being more open and vulnerable and visible for a relationship and you've wanted it for so long, but you've got all these reasons why you can't do that or that won't work or that didn't work or you're taking a pause or you're, you know, you're just spending time getting closer to God and you know in your heart that it's BS, that you're feeding yourself, but you're scared, right? But this is that moment when you get to say, oh my gosh, I feel that I'm at the edge of my next level and I am tempted as heck 
to just step back and sit down and say, you know, this is hard. This feels scary. I don't think I can do this. I don't know what it's gonna take. I don't know what it's gonna look like if it actually works. What if I don't like it? What if I can't handle it? What if I wanna kind of be like, give it back, you know? But when you're at that edge, if you have, there's two different levels of peace, right? We're still in the first question here. I'll get to the others. There's two different levels of peace. There's the peace of comfort, of complacency, of ease, of norm. And I think that we so frequently confuse that with like God peace, right? What I find is that God peace is deeper. It's that more guttural stomach instinct feeling of like, I know, I know that I know that I know that either everything is going to be okay or that I'm meant to do this or that this is the time or I'm supposed to speak up or whatever it is, right? And a great example I have of this is when I was in college, halfway through college, my mom almost died. Um, and she had a, a B12 deficiency, if you guys have heard of that. But the way it manifested in her is she lost the ability to feel most of her body. So she couldn't walk, she couldn't eat, her tongue was numb, she could barely speak, she couldn't bathe herself or write or drive or use knives, all this kind of stuff. So I took that summer and was her full-time caretaker. And the doctors at Hopkins we were seeing said, she has about six months to live. So you'll wanna go ahead and arrange your affairs. You know, and my dad was kind of, freaking out obviously my brother is eight years younger he really didn't even know what was going on but we were all having difficulty processing this emotionally and my mom of course as well as the one who was possibly dying but in this weird pit of my stomach i knew that she wasn't going to die i just knew it right and obviously this is defying medical advice and recommendation her own panic anything that makes any kind of logical sense but i just knew right so i want you to get into that piece that level of knowing where you are positive that this is something that is for you even though it makes no sense even though there's currently no way even though it scares the heck out of you right that that's the peace I want you to be in because that's where the God fuel is. That's where he's trying to like get you to grow into this woman that he has for you. If it feels simple, if it feels straightforward, if it feels like just one or two little tiny steps forward, it's probably complacency, right? It's probably a little too easy. And I'm not saying there are seasons where we rest and we kind of just whew, plateau and give ourselves a breather before we go at it again. But when you know you're being pushed, you know you're being pushed in your body care and your relationships and getting a business off the ground, whatever it is, you feel this, I think I'm about to let myself down. And it feels so much more comfortable to let myself down. And I don't want to, but I'm really good at it, right? I'm really good at letting myself down. And I, I think, you know, it's just not the right time. I just, I don't have the money. You know, the kids are still so young. My husband thinks I'm crazy. My girlfriends aren't doing anything like this. Whatever it is, right? If God has given you that gut feeling underneath all of the logic, you've got to obey that, okay? Now here's the second question I want you to ask yourself. And I need to switch arms because I'm getting tired. Whew. Second question is, what are your normal go-to ways of self-abandoning? Right? So I just gave you a couple of examples there, but these are the excuses that we use, right? So I've used all of them, <laughs> right? I'm a pro at all of the excuses, but there's usually one or two that are our defaults or that have been our defaults in our current season. So maybe you're the chick who always says, oh, I'd love to, but I don't have the money. Or, oh my gosh, that would be so fun, that'd be so fulfilling, but my packed schedule, I just don't have the time, I don't know how I would fit that in. Or maybe you're saying, 
I just have so much on my plate already. I don't have the energy. I'm exhausted. You know, I'm not even getting enough sleep, which should be the first thing that you do, by the way, before you step into anything else is make getting sleep a non-negotiable. Or maybe it's because you have children or because you're married or because you're not married or because, you know, you're unsure of your job right now or because your job is really stable right now. What is your go-to excuse for self-abandoning? Right? What's your go-to kind of crutch, the way that you let yourself off the hook? And like I said before, there will be people who encourage you to let yourself off the hook. You will have the mental scripts ready to allow yourself to let yourself off the hook. And they'll even celebrate you when you do for taking that off your plate because it's just too much on you right now. And if that's what God is telling you, then fantastic. You take a break, you take a breather, you take it off your plate and you focus on something different. But if you've got that sick, sickening, like just sinking feeling in your stomach that I know I'm supposed to start moving toward this right now. And maybe I don't go at Mach 1, but I'm supposed to start doing something at a higher level of decision and intensity and commitment that I have before. And I'm about to let myself out of the game again. What is your go-to excuse for doing that? Okay. And here's the final question I want you to ask yourself. When are you going to stop? Right? because I'll tell you what I see. I've been this woman, but I'm still relatively young, right? But I look forward into women in their 40s, their 50s, their 60s, their 70s, their 80s. I talk with women who are nurses, who have been in hospice care, who hear all of people's life regrets. And what tends to happen is that if we have a dominant pattern in our life where we give up on ourselves, we say no to the dream, we you know, come up with a reason why this is more important than this true longing or I just don't have the time for body care or I just don't have whatever, that loop very rarely breaks. And in fact, one of my goals by somewhere around the end of this year or early next is to host a live event for you guys. And the theme I can already tell you is absolutely gonna be, you can be the cycle breaker. You can be the one who breaks the cycle that you have seen in your families, in your peers, in your communities but largely in your families. There's a lot of family cycles, right? And then we have our own cycles that we get into. So you have to figure out, first kind of just be honest with yourself, right? Look back, is this how you've behaved in various different areas of your life for a while? Is this a pattern that, you know, honestly is kind of defining of you, right? And do you want it to be? Is that how you want to keep going through your life? Do you want to keep behaving that way when your kids as teenagers are watching? When you're wrinkled, right? Do you wanna keep being the woman who says, I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't have permission, I don't have energy, I don't have courage, I don't have the right personality type. Do you guys know I'm an introvert? Like such an introvert, I would happily be a hermit and never speak to anyone. It would be awesome. When my children talk too much, I'm like, can we just have silence all day long, please? So whatever your excuse is, right? Yeah, we've all got them. But when do you want to say, I've had it? I've had it, and I've had a couple of I've had it moments this year where I've realized, I think I'm gonna to go to a new level if instead of having my pout fest and deciding to just back down into the normal after the emotions fade, using the intense emotions as a, um, a bit of a sign that this is enough for me at this level and it's time to move to whatever God's calling me to next, it's time to say, I'm not gonna get up late anymore unless I'm truly physically exhausted. I'm not gonna tell myself that I don't really need to work out, I'll take a walk later. I'm not gonna tell myself that whatever situation we're in is okay. Like, it's time, it's time to end it, it's time to move forward. So I want you guys, 
if you can, if you're ready, because I know that when someone's not ready, you cannot push them with a bulldozer, right? I am very well aware that you have to have this internal motivation to do this yourself. To say, I've had enough, I'm breaking my own cycle, I'm making what has so far been a negotiable, a non-negotiable, which doesn't mean I'll be perfect, right? I'm trying to work out almost every day. There are days I'm so freaking sore and tired, I don't, you know? But it's way more than I used to because I made it a non-negotiable, expecting my own imperfections, which are inevitable. So when is it going to be that moment where you say, I want to commit to the life I know God is calling me to at a higher level than I ever have. And I'm not gonna beat myself up and I'm not gonna use it as an excuse when I don't get it perfect to stop. I'm gonna keep pushing, but I know I'm gonna be at a higher level than I've ever been before because I was aiming higher, right? Self-abandonment feels delicious in the moment because you feel like you let yourself out of something that scares you. But after that denouement of those emotions, there's this feeling that you gave up on the life that you so deeply want again. And I want you to stop that cycle. I want you to not have that feeling, okay? So I would love to hear from you guys. You can reply to the email that you'll get tomorrow with this little blurb. And um, I'm trying to figure out how to best encourage you. I love doing these videos, but I think I may also start doing little, um, almost not meditations, but beautiful recordings of those little brief encouragement blurbs on these different topics. So we'll see, we'll see what it turns into. But I'd love to hear from you guys either in this comment if you're bold or if you want to email us privately, where are you self-abandoning or where have you self-abandoned in the past and you're about to stop? Where are you tempted to self-abandon and you don't want to? And you're just, you're on that precipice of, do I become the next person? You know, I was actually just kind of thinking with God, if you guys know what I mean, praying as I was doing my makeup <laughs> and thinking, you know, I feel like I'm at a new level of intensity and and I would expect myself to feel like I'm gonna burn out at this level of intensity. And I'm not stupid, I, will, I do rest and I take breaks, don't worry. But I'm not burning out. And I was kinda of just thinking of it with God, like, you know, I feel like I could burn out at this level, God. What, I should probably just, how do I tap back into that girl who was soft and who did like all of the journaling all day long and then like a couple hours of actual action steps and then back to, you know, resting and relaxing. And what I felt dropping in my spirit was, you're not that girl anymore. You're at a different level of, of impact and influence and accomplishment and, and you're just, you're moving on a higher plane now. Don't try to drop back to her, you still can, but don't think that, oh, this is like an intense, um, intense level of activity and effort and you're going to burn out. This is actually just a new level of norm and, and you're gonna be able to totally handle it. And it's because I've made certain things non-negotiable, right? Non-negotiable. And no one's going to do it for us. That's something I'd love for you guys to hear is don't expect, I mean, I'm happy to encourage you here, but you know, this video will end and you'll have to make your own decisions. My husband doesn't encourage me to make things non-negotiable. My children sure as heck have no idea what's happening. My parents would love for me sometimes to ratchet back and, you know, just be a little more normal. Do you have to talk about that stuff on the internet, sweetheart, right? So no one's going to do it for you. But no one else has to live with that sick, sinking sensation for an alliteration in your stomach that you were supposed to step into more and you let yourself off the hook, okay? So that is my little encouragement to you guys. I can't wait for you guys to get this email tomorrow, but it's a, it's a topic I think is so important. I wanna like 
write it everywhere. Now that I've kind of understood that it's not about the excuses, it's not about the external factors, it's about did someone decide to commit to themselves and their callings no matter what it took, even if it was imperfect and slow, or did they self-abandon with a reason that all kinds of other people said makes perfect sense and that they applauded themselves for, right? It's hard. It's a hard decision. It's a hard commitment to continue. But oh my gosh, it's so much harder to live a life that just keeps going on the same loop of cycles that we never break and then look back and be like, crap, did I really do that well? So I love you guys. You can do this. You have what it takes. Think through those questions, okay? Where are you self-abandoning or where are you tempted to? What are your go-to excuses? And when do you plan to stop? Okay? So much love to you. Have a beautiful weekend. If you have even five minutes this weekend, right? While you're in the bathroom by yourself, I know all about that. Then reflect on this a little bit and come up with at least just one area where you would like to make a deeper commitment to yourself that you know God is either clearly pushing you to or it's clear in his word that it's an important area to him and, and lean into it and dive into it and know it's gonna be messy and imperfect, but by making a higher level of commitment, you will arrive at a different level than you may have ever been before. Okay? So much love to you ladies. Have a beautiful Friday and weekend. Watch out for that email tomorrow and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Today's episode is brought to you by The Bombshell Manifesto. The Bombshell Manifesto is a two-time number one best-selling book. And it's where I really teach the philosophy of the biblical bombshell. After spending years in ministry and now more years running my life coaching business, I see so many young women and even women well into their lives just floundering and kind of flopping around in some of the essential areas of God-created femininity, such as their relationship with God, their relationship with their bodies, their relationship with men, with sex, with beauty, with their finances. And I just don't think we have time for that. I think that we are called to do such big things for God while we're here. We've got to get these areas under control, locked on, so we can move forward toward our exciting assignments and massive callings in life. So in this book, I really give you the behind the scenes of my personal journey, struggling with what God was calling me to be as a woman going back and forth around the over-sexualized ideas of femininity or the completely asexual versions we often see in the church where we're not supposed to talk about that tough stuff. I lead you through the research and the history around the concept of a bombshell, a few personal visions and ideas I have around it, and then the scripture that God puts in front of us as how he wants us to understand the important role we play as women. Do you know that a woman was the way that the Savior came into the world and was the first evangelist of his resurrection and then ascension. This is a big deal, ladies. So hop over to bombshellmanifesto.com. Now you can find this book on Amazon, but if you go through bombshellmanifesto.com, I've got a couple extra fun free bonuses and ways that you can actually get free trainings and audios that take this whole concept deeper. We walk through the 12 pillars of a biblical bombshell addressing tough areas of life like opening to vulnerability and intimacy, understanding beauty and God's calling for it, getting deeper into our confidence and our security, committing to a relationship with God that blows our minds and more. What I see so much from women and hear from them, and quite frankly, I hear it from men who are looking for a woman to marry or they want their wife to come alive in the way they know that she can, 
is that there's some kind of tapped in femininity that is out there, that is possible, but that's incredibly difficult to find. Women long to be it, men long to find it, and this is the calling we have as women. This is what we're able and even asked to step into, required, I would say, to step into, to live out everything God has for us. But I see so many women who are stuck in mediocrity and are told that that kind of complacency is contentment and that's where they should stay and they should just be happy with it and, you know, that's life. I don't think that's what God's asking. I don't think that's what we're here to do. And I don't think we have any more time to waste. So join me over at bombshellmanifesto.com. Let's light this thing on fire. Let's get out into the world and do what we're supposed to do. Do what we can do. Be fully who God has called us to be. The bottom line is this. The entire world is obsessed with women, and they should be. That's the way it's designed. We are the ones who continue life, who continue the human race. We are always going to be attracting people's attention. We are always going to be shaping human beings, shaping culture, and pointing people towards something. The question is, what are we pointing them toward? Have we completely released and activated every area of our God-designed femininity to do those things well? I hope you'll join me. I think there's no more important calling on this earth as a woman than to live out her full God-given design and to use it to point people to Him. So let's get this thing started. Let's set ourselves free. Let's set our families free. And let's light the world ablaze with the truth that is only in the gospel. I'll see you at bombshellmanifesto.com.